Hey, I'm Jess. Hey, I'm Heidi. And this is a Better Beauty Business Podcast, where we give you weekly tips on how to start your beauty business. We had to take our table apart to move it, and now we're like trying to get all the angles just right again. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. It's amazing how much like you get into a rut (laughs) of where things really should be. And yeah, I got used to it. I know, and now I'm like, wow, this is like two inches off. I know, I don't like it at all. I know, whatever. Somehow I ended up with your headphones, and I had to adjust them. I know. It was really obnoxious. Well, I had to adjust them, too, because your head's bigger than mine. I know. I put them on, and I was like, what happened to my head? (laughs) (laughs) It grew. Well, well, you know, it's all those compliments. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for the quick response. (laughs) Yep, that's it right there. Oh. Okay. Well, let's see. So today. Yes. Today. Heidi has notes. I do have notes, which is very well, unu- it's very unusual. Both of our brains are very full because we have relaunched our new Facebook group. I know we said we relaunched it a while ago and we just didn't love what we did. So this is going to be super us. We got these pink velvet chairs, this awesome <laughs> setup. Yeah, they're amazing. Tiaras. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, why who not? Who doesn't love a good tiara? But so we thought we'd kind of go over some of the things that we're gonna be talking about in the group a little bit. Yeah, we're going to be doing some live trainings in the group. And right. so we've decided that we might go ahead and just do some of those trainings here. Yep. Um, so if you're in the group and listen, you get a little bit of both and yep. probably um, maybe a little overlap, but there might be a little more on here because we kind of free talk. Yeah. And then in the training, we try to keep it a little bit shorter just because people are watching it yeah where a lot of times i know when your podcast when you're listening to a podcast you're driving or Mm -hmm. you know i like to do it when i'm like walking because then you don't have to think about the fact that you have to be walking or that i have to be home like doing chores or something (laughs) i'm like oh i better finish this podcast (laughs) that's what it is yes yes it is mine's mine's to take away the pain of walking oh well there's that (laughs) so what are we talking about today heidi um, we are going to be talking a little bit about salon setup. Ooh, very important. Yeah. Um, so we have like the, the t- main topic, which is going to be salon setup. And then under the main topic, we have some subtopics. And so I think the first subtopic we'll talk about today is finding the perfect product. Oh yes. That's a good one. But, um, setting up your salon is very important. Um, the first it's like, well, first it's the first thing you're going to do. What? And yeah, it's weird, isn't it? But when you set it up, you have to know that however you set up your salon, that's how your salon will run. So if you are not very well organized, right. if you do not have everything planned well, if you do not um, have your stations in an, a way that makes sense to people. If you're dirty and chaotic, it will be dirty and chaotic. Yeah. If you are organized... Your business will be organized. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, because I'm not necessarily the most organized person, but when it comes to my station, my station is like on point. Right. But everything is where you can reach it. You're not tripping over your clients to get 
different things. I know with my wax room, everything is exactly in a rotation that everything I need is within arm's reach. Mm -hmm. My clients' things are in within their reach. The retail is within both our reach. Everything is very strategic to how it's set up so that the room flows properly. And you can work faster. Yeah, absolutely. And you look more competent when you know where things are. And it's very true because there, you know, there are times where, um, because as a nail tech, I have a lot of stuff. Yeah, you do. Like a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so there are times where I'm like, where did I put that? Like I might've taken it out to look at it or to use it and then not put it away right away. And then I'm like, where the hell did that go? Well, and a lot of your stuff is tiny. It is. Mine is like 10 pound bags of wax. <laughs> if I lose that, I have I have other problems. That's true. But you would have a big problem. Where did I put that 100 pounds of wax, Heidi? <laughs> I don't know. We have one closet in the shop. Yeah. Right now it is like piled full of, because I bought a lot of sticks. Yeah. And I bought a lot of gloves because I found them on sale, which all of you who use gloves all the time will be in there going, where did you find them? Yeah. I found them at Walmart. I was super shocked. I went in. They were like half the price they normally are. Mm-hmm. So now you can all run out to Walmart. I don't love them the most, but they will do because I'm wearing them for 15 minutes and then I switch gloves. Mm -hmm. But I was super excited, so I bought a whole bunch. So now I've just got everything crammed in the closet, so I just can't get to it, but mine are easier to find. We've got like five years worth of Hello Tomorrow's in there. Yeah, oh my gosh, that stuff's amazing (laughs) though. It is amazing. So, um, yeah, but so what you want is to make sure that you your salon and the people who are going to be working either in your salon booth renting or, you know, with you, or even if it's something like what Jess and I do, which is share a space, but not an actual business. Um, so that those things are, can run smoothly because you tend to get clients who are less reliable or, you know, like you want people who you know are going to come back every time right. because they're comfortable. Like when people walk into our salon, they're like, oh, I love it in here. It's just so calming and yeah. it's so relaxing and you guys, it's so quiet. And Well, you know, and like Heidi doesn't leave the pedicure bowl just sitting there and no. all the stuff. When she's done, it's perfectly set up for the next client. Yeah. I am not tripping over anything. When we walk by her station, it's super clean. My door is always left open Mm -hmm. so clients can always look in there. Everything is perfectly put where it needs to. Lids on everything when I leave. Mm -hmm. It looks like a place you'd want to go. I mean, other than the fact that you're having hair ripped out of your body. Right. But it's a clean, inviting environment. Mm -hmm. So we do try to keep everything very organized because we do want to bring in that calm effect we don't want people to come in and be really they're already stressed out a lot of times when they come in to see me we want to deliver that okay no it is calmer in here we are calmer things are organized and honestly like I don't uh, my patients won't take like a little kids running around screaming and getting into everything in the salon like I just don't take that kind of thing if you're cool with having a kid-friendly salon where kids run around all the time and get into your stuff that's I'm like what whatever or you're ready to do like a kid-friendly salon where you have just made sure everything is kid-friendly well when we first started we did our other place had another room that was like our break room we had a couch in it we were able to have our fridge was we did carpet it had our break room table in it, but the door shut. Mm-hmm. So client and our children were young. So mm-hmm. we did want a place that we could bring our children, but they were in a safe environment. So we did allow other people to bring their children if they were able to sit there by themselves. They had to be able to be in the room with the door closed. Yeah. And we don't have a space for that now. Our children no. are grown. 
you know, ish, they're in their teens. Mm -hmm. They are able to sit in the back room if we need them there for a few minutes, but very rarely do we even bring them anymore. We don't have a space for them and we don't have time to watch people's children. So we have made it so it is not kid friendly. I do have clients who will bring their newborns, of course, in the you know, in their little carrier. Well, and, and like you said, like if they've got, you know, a seven or eight or 10 or 12 year old that mm-hmm. will sit and watch their phone or whatever, right. or read a book on the couch, then it's not a big deal. Right. But we can't, it just can't be like a toddler running around here no. getting into everything because um, my stuff is highly toxic. Right. And I just don't need that kind of stress. Well, and it's Honestly, dangerous. It's, it is yeah. dangerous. Well, and they could walk right out, out our front door onto a busy street. We yeah. don't have... Any, we don't have a front counter person no. who just watches that and makes sure no yeah, one comes in. Yeah, if I'm not help. here. Yeah, my door's shut. There are yeah. no windows. We don't know what's Mm-mm. going on out here. No. For children-wise. Yeah. You know, well, I can always hear if the door opens, but, you know, so. But Anyways. That, yeah, anyway. So, <clears throat> anyway. We digress. Anywho, Shocking. Yeah. So so <laughs> weird that we're doing that. What? Um, But, you know, like, so honestly, making sure everything is just efficient. And it just yeah. is... It's better for the clientele because you're going to get clientele who are going to come in and make um, your life easier instead of harder. And well, and they will be on time and yeah. you will be on time because you won't be searching for things. Yeah. Everything will just run more efficiently and more efficiently means more money. Yeah, exactly. So now we're going to talk about finding the perfect product. Oh, I love it. And so I say perfect product. And because it is for the time that you use it, it will be your perfect product. Right. When it's not your perfect product anymore, you go find your next perfect product. Right. That's just how that works. And so when you start, um, I I know some hair people, a lot of them will use the same thing that they used in school because it's what they're comfortable with. Well, the other thing is they can generally get it in town at the supply store. Yeah, and it's a very, like, broad brand. Right. You know, like Matrix or Redken or... Right. Whatever the supply store carries is... And it's usually the bigger brand is what they'll carry Mm -hmm. so that you can get every color, all the stuff. They don't ever have to order anything special in. Right. And so they are comfortable using that Mm -hmm. and... Until they go out and maybe take a class and something else or, you know, there because there's quite a few stylists I know who use different products that you can't get here. Right. But then you have to be at a place where you can do um, fairly big orders. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's very true. But I, like for for hairstylists, I think um, sometimes it's, a, you know, like it's more comfortable for them to use what they used in school, what they learned with until they can get really good and right. then they want to branch out. Um I don't know exactly how it is in all of the other schools around the world or this country even, but um, I refused to use what we used in school for nail technicians. It was the worst crap ever. And it was inexpensive, but at the time, the stuff that that was in the school had to be odorless. Oh, right. And so um, it just, the odorless, the odorless stuff was just really hard to use. It You had to make your nails thicker. There was a right. lot more filing. And it, it gunked up your brush more. Like, it was just really pretty terrible stuff. And so right. when I got out, I was like, absolutely not. Like, I knew I had to use that for boards. But when I got out, what, I, I knew that was not what I was going to be using. Right. And I never did understand the whole, like, teach me how to do nails with a product that I know I'm never going to use. But Well, and... As the estheticians, we did facials with 
like we practiced with conditioner. Oh, well, she'd buy the big thing. That's, conditioner. How, that's how she did pedicures too. Because yeah. like if we did pedicures and manicures, she watered down hair conditioner yeah. to use as lotion. Yes. So and we, I'm like, that's gross. I don't even know that we had any other product line for that. We would no, Cause then we steamed towels and we did that part of it, but it was pretty much always the conditioner <laughs> and waxing was really cheap wax, but we very rarely did anything but like underarms, faces and legs. We did one Brazilian and that poor woman. I don't think she ever walked again. <laughs> but they didn't teach us. They're like, you three girls go in there and give this woman a Brazilian. And we're like, okay. Well, this woman had honestly just never, I don't think, ever looked at it or even thought about trimming. Or there doing was, anything. No, there was and there was a lot of hair. She was a redhead, so she was more... A sensitive. Yes. And um, it was just a very bad situation with really cheap wax. When I got out, I knew what I wanted to use because I'd actually used the wax I use now before because mm. I'd met him at a makeup show when I lived in L.A. Mm. And my roommate and I used it and would practice waxing each other because <laughs> that was always a good idea. Um, and I gave her this horrific bruise on the back of her knee before I realized you can't just wax over the back of someone's knee. There's not really hair there, is there? No, but I was like, <laughs> I got this. And I went over it and I just watched this big, massive <laughs> bruise. But I already knew the product line and I really liked, had already kind of researched the company. Right. So when I went into a salon um, that I actually held, I was the esthetician, it was a brand new spa. She let me pick the product line and I was like, this is what I want. So we got samples. We went out and did extra training. They did waxing training. We were out there for a week. We did facials. I don't love doing facials, but I do carry the skincare line. I've carried it for 16 years. Luckily for me, I found a product right off the bat that I loved I loved every part of it. I loved the education. I loved it all. Mm -hmm. That I have tried other things. Per I'll try them on myself first, like skincare and stuff. I've never found anything that works better. And there's no reason for me to switch my wax. No. When I know exactly how it works, it's always consistent. The company is always consistent with their products, with everything. I've actually never had to change, which doesn't always happen. When I did the, the first product I used out of school, I found and used... Um, it was a like a huge major brand and it was sold in town mm -hmm. and I could get it anywhere and, right. and um and it worked well I mean it still it still works well it's, right I don't use it anymore but it's still a reliable product right um as I got better at what I did um I needed a product that worked faster right so I could be faster right so I ended up like you know, getting a bunch of trial kits and figuring out. And with nail, there's a lot of nail places where you can buy trial kits. Right. And which is also, you can order them from the company and then you can try their product out. And it gives you enough for like, I don't know, 20 sets of nails or something. Right. But it allows you to use the product. And so you get to know it a little bit more because you can't, you really can't judge it on your first set. Like no. you, you can't, like with a hair color, sometimes you can be like, yep, that's perfect. It works great right but with like you have to work with the nail product stuff to in order to figure out if it's going to work for you well and i find that with nail stuff you guys do have a lot more trial packages and you're able to even work on yourself over and over and mm -hmm. over again and be like yeah i don't like how this goes on or anything yep. but with waxing there's only so much your own body you can wax right and then there, how many of your clients are you going to try new wax on right so it makes it really one of those where you're like Am I going to try this for a month and maybe yeah. it is horrible? It'd be then... better if you were one of the Duggars. 
<laughs> Try it on all your siblings. Where you have like a hundred siblings. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's um so for waxing, I would like I said, I was super lucky just finding a quality company that'd been around for a long mm-hmm. time. And I know there's a ton of wax out there. I hear people who are like, Oh, I would love this, but it is more expensive. I do use a more high end wax. But I have never had issues with it. Mm-hmm. I know exactly how it works. But like I said, it's always been consistent. Over the last 16 years that I've used it, it has always been consistent. Yeah, it does cost me a little more. But I am faster because I have a quality product. Well, and, and then the product I found that I'm using, I've been using for about 10 or 11 years. Yeah, you've been using that a while. Yeah, and I love the company. absolutely love the company. It is not a company where I can buy anything in town. Right. I have to order it. And so there are things that you look at when, like when you find a product that you can't buy where you live and you have to order it. Right. There's things that you have to take into account. Um, the product comes from the United States, which is for nails especially is always a bonus. Like I don't mind buying my rhinestones from China, but I'm not going to order my liquid from China because it's not uh, um, something that you can use in the United States, it's got MMA in it, and it's terrible. Okay. And so, um, and it's illegal in the United States. Oh. Well. So, you know. And so why do they still allow it to be sold here? Well, so I don't know that that's actually how that works quite. Okay. So uh, I think. they Like if you were not I a think, professional using it, you could purchase it and use it on yourself. Yeah, you can use it. Okay. You just can't use it and charge money. Okay, I think because most boards don't allow products with that in it. With the MMA in it. Right. But you can order it, and people do use it. They, they just lie. Okay. So, um, like, you will have a lot of places, and you can kind of, like, if I were to see nails done with an MMA product, I could see, I could tell you what it was. Um, they just, it's not good stuff. And so, not for your body, anyway. Okay. Like, um and but you can like if you're ordering something like I do have some supply houses that sh- ship me things from China. Well, and we know after this last year with the pandemic, getting things internationally mm, and with hard. supply lines, it was very hard. So it is better to try to find a distributor at least that is in the Close U.S. To where you live, yeah, just because it, they I mean, may it, have better luck getting things right. from other countries whereas an individual you might not but they right. may still be able to get things to the distributors right and then you can get it it's still going to be slow after we've seen after the last year because right. of just different distribution lines being down but as an individual consumer ordering like they're not going to have 50 people ordering trying to come through the mail and doing all that where they can just know what their shipments are to a distribution house yeah because a you distribution could order that way. house can order millions of products right. of, of one product and use it so, where i'm just going to order right so that's just something to think about if you do want to order something that is from another country find a distribution house in the in the u.s mm-hmm. because you are going to probably have better luck getting it in a timely manner yes just and, because of international mailing yes but then also too. you can you need to make sure that that product is okay with your state board correct um, because your state board has, they have guidelines on what products you can and cannot use. Yep. Um, I don't know how much that is in, with the other stuff, but in nails, it's very, very, yeah. It's, it's waxing. Thing. I've never seen too much of that. Yeah. Um, so in that, like you also have to think, cause there's a lot of like nail company, like really cool nail companies in the UK. Yes. And, um, they have some amazing makeup companies yeah. too. And so um, 
I always get really bummed because I find a product that I'm like, I really want to try this. And then I go online <laughs> to order it and I'm like, they don't ship to the United States. What? Right? Like, who do I know who's going to the UK right? to bring like, me some nail polish? Nobody now. Right? Um. So, yeah, I, you know, like, and I just get like, what do you mean we can't? And I've had that happen with like, um, there was one company that I liked. They're Canadian. And uh-huh. I couldn't order stuff from them because they didn't do anything to the U.S. Because the shipping costs are different. They're astronomical, actually, yeah. on some of these. Yeah. And so they won't ship them to the U.S. And so I was like, just like super, super sad right. that I couldn't use it. Because the one company was like, it's like glittery something. And I was like, glitter. I want. Yeah. No. And nope, I, you can't have it. Exactly. Because I love glitter. And I was super sad. They had some really cool stuff. But in that case, you just have to hope that that company gets big enough that they would be willing to ship it overseas. Right. Um, and... Or distribution, or able to put themselves in a distribution house. Yeah, and so um, I did, a couple of the companies that I was really interested in, I did email, and they were like, no, sorry, as of now. Right. We don't ship to the United States. But it's always good to reach out and ask them, because if they know that there is a need Mm -hmm. or a desire for 5,000 people who really want to buy it, they may consider then looking into it. They're not going to look into it if they're like, well, no one's ever reached out and they're not interested. Why would we look at expanding to this market? Right. And especially with like Instagram and and Facebook and like, you know, because on Instagram, I'm friends with... Um, lots of nail technicians and they're from everywhere. Right. And so uh, in that way, I see so many things that I would have never seen before from other countries. It just makes you kind of sad when you can't get them. Right. But then I feel bad because there's a lot of people in other countries who are like, you know, do you guys ship to the UK or do you ship to Ireland or do you ship to wherever? And people are like, you know, they're like, no, because they're not big enough. Right. And, Shipping costs are expensive. They're very expensive. And so, you know, like, it was, it. I think it works best if, you, you know, like, if if you know that you can get the product from a reliable source. Yes. And your shipping isn't astronomical. Right. Because, like, you buy, you have minimum orders on some of your things. Well, so with, like, my skincare, my... Wax I'm able to get here, and every time they have a sale, I just stock up because their sale is bigger than what the company does. Mm -hmm. So I go ahead and get that from them, but they don't sell really anything other than the wax products. So all of my skincare and aftercare I do have to get from the company. I don't have a minimum order, but if I do $500, it is free shipping. Yeah. So I would rather, I know I'm going to need $500. I'm to a point where $500 is like a... I do like $2,000 at least every two weeks. Mm -hmm. So two to three weeks. So for me, it's not even a question anymore. But when I first started, I was like, okay, I got to wait until I get $500 worth because I don't want to spend $30 in shipping. Yeah. So because it was like, you know, you're kind of at that beginning point and that tipping point where you're like, well, that's selling, you know, one of these products to pay for the shipping. And so I'm not making that. And how do you make that up? But now I'm to the point where I can just order and I just... I'm also one of those people that loves free shipping. I do too. I'm like, okay, you want me just to buy more stuff? Okay. So I don't get 
have to pay shipping. I might have spent three hundred more dollars so that I don't have I know, to pay twenty nine ninety five in shipping. Right, free shipping <laughs> at five thousand dollars, or you could pay four dollars at like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, I will spend the five thousand dollars for free shipping. It's so true. It's so true, and so it's sad. It's sad, but true. But then I'm like, oh, I'm getting a deal. I better buy all this other stuff. But a lot of the nail companies do that too. Like if you spend over like a hundred dollars or whatever it is, and you can get free shipping. And usually, I don't. I don't go usually go on to a supplier's website and order one thing. No, because usually it takes a while to get here. and It's not cost effective. No, and like all the stuff we ordered in right after shutdown when we were getting ready to reopen, we were fully stocking our store. Yeah. There was no reason to be like, we're just going to get 10 of those. Yeah. We're like, no, we're going to get like 50. Yeah. Because if we do, you know, it was harder to get. It took a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And we're like, so if we sell out of these 10, it's going to be... We need to have them in stock. Yeah, yeah. But we are at a point where we can keep that kind of thing, you know, on our shelves. Right. And But when you're first starting, it is a little better to find something. And maybe if you can't just get it just in town so that you have something a little different than other people who are just starting. Right. But, but get it get it somewhere within the somewhere United that, States that you know ships to you quickly. Right. You'll get within a week mm-hmm. or a few days so that you always have it in stock. Yeah, because the company that um, I use for acrylic... Um, is, let's see, it's like three to five days. Yep, is, that's my skin. And I can get that stuff. And yep. most of the time, it's about three days. Mine's almost always five because it's ground UPS. Mm. And from California, it's always almost five. Yeah, and mine's from California too. And I, well, since the pandemic, it's taken them more like five days. But before that, it was like about three days. But all that means is that I make sure that if I only have 50, not 50 files left. Right. Because I love their files. Right. Then I'm going to make sure that I put that order in you know, that week so that I can get more files right. so that I don't run out right? because they don't sell files like that in town. Right. And so I, if I do run out, which I have before and it stinks, right? Um, but I have run out and I've had to get cheaper files and they are awful. Right. And they don't work as well. well and I ha- I'll use like two of these really cheap files right. to one of the other files and right. it's just a pain in the butt. And so, um, you know, that's another thing like when you're looking you need to look at quality like your product quality yep. because if it is actually a cheaper product and you think you're saving money but, but you have to use two yeah but are you really saving money right. so that's something that you need to kind of judge and right. be like you know i had to use two files on this one client because the files right. were not great right even though i could you know like those two files cost as much as one other person's file. like that, right. But that's not saving you any money. Well, and I hear it all the time with like wax because like my cans of wax are like 20 bucks. Mm. But a lot of people are like, well, I'll just buy this $3 can. Well, the $3 can they're usually getting like two waxes out of where I can get, you know, a couple full bodies out of one can. Mm-hmm. So 20 bucks is actually I'm making more money than they are on the one, mm-hmm. even with the product cost. Well, and that's just it. And when, you, when you're buying your supplies, you should look um, if you should buy it in bulk or if you should buy it, you know, mm-hmm. buy the smaller. You know, like when I first started, I did not buy, you know, 32 gal, you know, a 32 right ounce or a gallon of monomer no i bought the smaller ones because i didn't go through them like that well that was wax i would buy one 10 pound bag it would last me about six weeks Mm -hmm. because it was very slow and i was doing it part-time and now i go through six 10 pound bags 
a month and mm-hmm. I work four days a week. Yeah. So in 16 days, I go through like 60 pounds of wax. Yeah. And that's not because I'm using too much. It's because I see 35 people a day. Yeah. And, but it's been worth it to use a high quality product because I've gotten better and people know that it's reliable. I don't have reactions. I'm not like, well, I'm going to switch it because this one's prettier. I know this one works. Yeah. I know it's a little more expensive, but. And I don't care what it looks like. Yeah. It's pretty. The wax I use is pretty. I don't need it to be glittery. Some of those are really cool. I, they're gorgeous waxes, but I'm going to throw them away in about two <laughs> seconds. With gross hair on right. them. Right. So for me, it's all about the quality. Yeah. And so really, like Heidi said, what you're going to do is you don't want the the highest end when you first get out. No. Because And maybe you don't ever want the highest end because sometimes I think some products just that is how they market themselves as the highest end. It's not always going to say they're better. So mm-hmm. do your research. Mm-hmm. They could be way better, but they might not be. Right. Your middle ground might be like you're amazing. You're going to find something that you just really flow with. It works. Like you can bust out all your services. And you have services. to share that. You have to, you know, like that cost of you buying that product does go back to your client. You right. have to charge your client more right. if you're spending more on product. Right. You can't be like, okay, I'm going to do a $50 wax. It takes me an hour, but my wax costs $500. You're actually then paying to do their wax. Yeah. Yeah. You're losing money. Yeah. Because then in a day, say you work an eight hour day, what you bring in, is that 400 bucks? Mm. You haven't even covered your bag of wax. Yeah. But yeah, you brought in a hundred bucks, but that probably went to your time and your lighting and your electricity. Your rent. You'd probably have to work. Oh my gosh, you'd end up paying. Yeah, you have. So to you work have way to really harder. balance that. You need to start, you know, charging five hundred dollars for a wax if you're going to spend. Yeah, that much money on a yeah, and end as, time, and that's just it. Like as you get better, you then can grow into different products because yep. when you get better, like as you get more. Um, comfortable with what you're doing plus your talent improves and the in your classes that you take improve and like all of those kinds of things you can charge a little bit more for what you're doing so then you can spend a little bit more on a product because when I first started I did not buy name brand files they were they're really expensive it's like a dollar 25 or a dollar 30 a file right and so I I bought files that were like 80 cents a file right and the ones I bought were, they were really pretty good files, but they were so rough that they actually tore my finger open. And so oh, I had right. to like start wearing like this bandage thing on my finger in order to work because it was ripping my finger open. And I was like, this is not cool. Right. And that's not really worth it. No, it wasn't. I mean, they, and I could just use one file for per client, but I was tearing myself up and right. then I was buying another product to fix that. So it was kind of dumb, but um, you know, in the long run, it did save me a little bit of money. But then when I got better and as I as my clientele grew and as my business grew and as I became, you know, better at what I was doing and I became faster, I was then able to take that and, you know, spend the extra money and get really good files that don't tear up my hands right. but work really well on somebody's nails. And you can do that with with any of the products. Right. You find a product, you know, if you want to try something new, that's great, but always balance out cost-wise what it's going to be for you and right. how much, you know, like what your profit margin is going to be because 
you know, you do have to at some point pass that on to your client. They have right. to help pay for what you're using on them. That is part of the cost of your pricing. Absolutely. So like we said, we're going to be going in depth more on these things in our Facebook group. We are also, you know, we do offer some courses, mm -hmm. some coaching. You know, if that's something that interests you, hop into the group and then you can comment in there. You can message either of us yeah. on either of our personal pages or on our Better Beauty Business page on Instagram. You know, we're everywhere. So go ahead and just message us if you have any questions. The best place I think is going to be hopping into the group. We did just change the name. It's we called did. Confessions from a Beauty Business. Yes. Because we thought, you know, we sit here, drink coffee and visit with you guys and tell you everything. We do kind of confess a few things. Yes. Yeah, so we just thought, <laughs> why don't we do that in the group? Yeah. So we just changed the picture. It's way more fun. Um, so hop in there because then if you're, uh, you know, you're doing questions in there, other people are learning from you. Yeah. And, and then you will, you may get some question answered that, you know, you weren't even thinking that you had. And then you're like, well, well, that was a really good question. Right. You know, I think it's, you know, it's important um, to continue to learn. And in order to do that, you have to find good people to learn from. So absolutely jumping in that group and um, watching our lives and listening to the podcast, they're all really great ways to get you on the right track. And the lives will be um, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Mountain no. Standard Time, no. only about 30 minutes, just like the podcasts. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to really honor your time. Yep. And it's a lot of information sometimes. It's too much to take in if it's over about yeah. 30, 40 minutes anyways. So hop in that group and we would really love to finally meet some of you in there. I mean, we have a whole bunch of you in there, yeah. but you know, a few more of you. So yeah, that, that would be, be great. Very, very super, super amazing. Awesome. Well, we will talk to you guys next week.